look at you, girl. Walking around, confidence and a smile. No one can take the crown. Bask in her glory. A crown tells a story of the queen that dwells inside. Yeah. A crown. Adjust your crown, sis. Respect the crown. Gabrielle. And I'm Shauna. And this is Her Crown Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome back to this week's episode of Her Crown Podcast. We want to check in with all the ladies first before we get into it. How are y'all feeling this week? I am good. I am good. I'm alive. (laughs) And um, I am blessed. (laughs) And hey, I'm going to leave it there. I was say, are you struggling? Are you on the struggle bus? Yeah, yeah. I've been, I feel like I've been on the struggle bus for a whole month. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm still, you know, the passenger of the struggle bus. But it's okay. We're going to get there. As long yeah. as you're not the driver, we're okay. You're not the driver. So it's okay to be the passenger. I mean, I'm close to being the driver. I, I feel like I'm close to being the driver. I just want to wake up one day and feel well rested and not have luggage under my eyes. And just <laughs> That's all of that. I want all of that. These are the things that I dream about. Um, but you know, it's all good. We're gonna get there. Life is going to calm itself down, get organized, and then I will be on a path to wellness and happiness again. Positive yes. things, positive outcomes, right? I claim that in the name of the most high. Amen. Yes. Once you get settled into the crib and everything's the way you like it, it will be your oasis. That's 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 what I'm going for. (laughs) Oasis, (laughs) peace, tranquility. Yes, yes, that's what we're aiming for. That's going high. How are you, Gabby? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I actually have a purchase this week that has lifted my spirits. I bought a rug. Seems like probably the smallest thing on the planet, but it did a wonder and a number for me when I walk into my living room. I'm like, yes. (laughs) I actually just had my rug for my living room delivered today. And I was like, please let it be the bright color. Because you know, sometimes the picture look like one thing, you get it. And I just peeked and I just peeked. And I was like, Praise him. <laughs> Praise him. This is this is what I'm talking. This is gonna come. Wait, just wait. It's gonna all look beautiful. Wait. I can't wait until I get my life. When I get this house situated, mm, it's gonna you're gonna want to spend the night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shauna's bed and breakfast. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Better all tell right. somebody. Don't tell nobody. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, along those lines of imagery and getting your space and all that looking beautiful, we're going to be talking about beauty today. And instead of houses, about personal beauty and imagery and how we feel about it and what the world has to say and and what we want to say back to the world about what we Mm -hmm. feel about our beauty. So it's about time we talk about this. This is something I feel all women are are dealing with, like some a subject that we all face. A reality that we face, I should say, every day. Indeed. Absolutely. I mean, I guess you know what they say, the body is a temple. So we started off talking about houses. Now we're talking about our personal houses. And um, I feel like 
we came across this because um, there was a point where, if anybody is aware of who Chloe and Holly are, these really, really beautiful, talented young ladies, um, they are singers, writers, producers, they do it all. Um, and now they're kind of going on slightly different journeys, even though they're still um, in a group. But the oldest sister, um, she's coming out a little yes. bit more. You know what I'm saying? She's coming, you know, into her womanhood. Um, she's she's learning to be comfortable with herself. She is, in a way, using her body um, to express her womanhood, her sexuality, her sensuality. Um, and I and we saw that ruffle a few feathers. You know, a lot of their commentary was about how she was trying to be too sexy, how she, you know, essentially probably needs to keep it classy, keep it like, you know, be more ladylike. And because I think, you know, a lot of people have this image of her as um, the young girl that she was when she came into the industry, but she's not yeah. a little girl anymore, right? She's a 20 something year old woman. I don't know her exact age, but she's a 20 something year old young woman. Um, and you know, it, I guess it got so bad to the point where she was on the internet crying about it. Yes. Um, she was doing a lot. And about the shaming. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of struck up a little bit of a conversation of, and, and I wanted to talk about. I, and about I really, sorry, Sean, to interrupt you, but <laughs> I, I would say that a lot of the shaming was coming from, of course, women. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are shaming mm-hmm. each other. A lot of time we look at what males think of our, of us as women, but we ourselves put ourselves in these predicaments a lot of times because mm-hmm. we don't want to see another sister or another, you know, female doing something, wearing something, having something that we don't have. Mm-hmm. And so we tear down someone else to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. Cause Chloe was busting it, girl. She was, Listen. Girl, I'm taking some, <laughs> like, that busted challenge. I was like, okay, okay. My she won the busted challenge for me because it <laughs> caught me off guard. Um, and I didn't see it coming, but I was like, okay, I didn't know you was working with all that young lady. You right? <laughs> she killed that. She looked beautiful. Um, she has a beautiful body. She looked very comfortable and confident in herself. And I'm like, you know, yes. we should celebrate a woman being comfortable in her own skin because so many of us are uncomfortable in our skin. So a lot of us yes. at, at times are faking it till we make it. I I definitely faked it for a while, being confident, being comfortable in my skin, because there are definitely aspects of my body that I'm not crazy about, that yes. I wish, you know, went different. Hello, boobs. Hello, butt. <laughs> None of these things I own. I don't possess any of them. <laughs> But, you know, but you have to learn to love the skin you're in. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what we Mm -hmm. as women have to learn to do. We have to learn to say, this is my body. This is my temple in which Mm -hmm. I have to take care of. I can't worry about that. I don't have what this person has over here. This is me. I have to love me. If you don't love you first, why do you care if someone else cares or loves you or looks at you a certain way? So and you can't even stop. come to expect it because um, if you don't love you, then, then the other person surely isn't going to appreciate you more than you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. We, we've got to open our eyes and realize that there's more, there's, there's so much more important in life than just being so concerned about our looks. There's so many other things we need to focus on. And I'm not saying you can't look good. I'm not saying right. that at all, yeah. but I am saying that 
sometimes we put so much into this one area of our lives that other things lack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think to Shauna's point, like the pressure from us to attain a certain level or a certain look. And then in this culture of writing in people's comment section, stuff that you would not say to this their face. so weird. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, I feel weirded out when I see people leaving just the nasty and the snide comments, you know, on people's posts and to strangers. And I know some people say, well, if you didn't want anybody to comment, you don't have to put it out there. But, you know, other people also say that if you don't have anything nice to say, keep it to yourself. Like you don't have to be nasty just to be nasty. And why does it affect, why does it affect anybody so much what someone else does with their body? Why should it affect you or bother you so much if this young woman wants to dance centrally on the internet? I mean, I get it that, you know, a lot of people see her like still as the young girl that she was, but like most women do, I know I did, um, when you start coming into your womanhood, sometimes you want to tap into your sexuality a minute, a little bit, your sexuality, and you want to show off your body. I was the midriff queen when I was in like (laughs) high school and college. You couldn't catch me, especially when I got that belly ring. She ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) not like listen now if I lose some weight now y'all gonna catch me out here in the streets wearing a midriff but but (laughs) even that and a lot of times we as women say well when I lose weight when I did I'm not saying if you're not comfortable and confident in how you look that you shouldn't wear your two-piece but let me tell you something yes I'm a mother of one and I'm still going to come outside in my two-piece I'm going to tell y'all, if y'all don't want to see my tiger stripes, don't look. I'm not going to have to be subject to a one piece if I don't want to wear it. If I choose to wear one piece out with my family, that's a choice. I'm not doing it to make someone else feel good or feel better or want to be in an environment with me. And we have got to be able to get to that point because guess what? This mama is coming out in her two piece. Get over it. I'm tired of it. I am so tired of it. I mean, I will say, being honest, I have looked at people out and like, is she really wearing that two piece? Mm-hmm. But you know what? <laughs> that caught up with me, right? It, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. ass, you, right? Now, are you that woman? Right. Did you hear somebody <laughs> talk about you like that? Right. It may be, but that's okay. That is a okay. I'm putting my two piece on, but I definitely learned to say, you know, I can't judge someone because they may be comfortable, happy, mm. and everything else. And if that is your happiness, that's your happy yeah, place. Then, damn mm. it, be happy. And people can only take so much, right? Especially, Absolutely. you know, I think we expect celebrities to have like these shields of armor from mm-hmm. all these comments, but they're mm-hmm. human beings just like everybody else. Absolutely. And you know, our I think our our ability to be one with our bodies and be comfortable, it ebbs and it flows. Some days, you know, right. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling on top of the world. Other days I'm like, oh, Jesus, this hair is out of control. Uh, <laughs> please don't, don't look. I'm turning the camera off. <laughs> and when I'm in those moments, anybody mm-hmm. could say something to me that might just push me a little over the edge. And right. so you just never know. <laughs> right. Like, but it's not it's not okay and that's a good point gabrielle you said you may be having a bad day and that just pushes you over the edge a lot of times we don't know what someone is going through in that moment Mm -hmm. and you walking up to them or you giving them a dirty look you don't know how that is impacting them because of 
their mental state at that moment. Maybe they're not doing so well. And right. you yeah. are just making them feel even worse about themselves. Mm-hmm. You just never know. We, we have to be aware. And right. going back to one of the previous episodes, like filter that what you want to say to somebody. Like right. number one, do you even have an audience to say something to that person? Do right. you have the, the right to speak into their life? Are you their friend? Are you mm-hmm. coming uh, mm-hmm. from a place of kindness? Are you just being mean spirited? Because mm-hmm. you're not helping them any if that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing I do love, I mean, because I think one of the people who's also had a lot of people talking about her uh, body image, and part of it is her shtick is, you know, Lizzo. Lizzo is a beautiful, full-figured woman who gets out there unapologetically and she celebrates her body. Um, And even, you know, I I think she did a post recently where she was saying she is having moments where she was feeling down and not feeling super comfortable and she's trying to get recentered and she's working out and she's doing all these things. But, you know, there's still a lot of people that don't feel comfortable seeing her be comfortable in her skin. You know, people yeah. who are saying, well, you know, you shouldn't be promoting being overweight and you shouldn't be promoting being fat and this, that, and the third. And and the thing about it is, like, you don't know anybody's life journey. You don't know their body journey. Um, Lizzo could be in the greatest health she's ever been in right now. Right. And to have somebody come in and telling her, like, you essentially shouldn't be happy with the skin that you're in. You don't know how that's going to make her feel. And just because a person is technically overweight by medical standards doesn't mean that they are unhealthy necessarily. And that's not to say that being overweight or obese doesn't carry certain risks for chronic diseases, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily have those. Because if you look at Lizzo, I mean, she is a very active woman, you know, even though she is a bigger woman. This girl gets on stage and will twerk down and play yes. at the same time. How many women people got windpipes like that? <laughs> right. Okay. My knees don't work like that. Child. I cannot, I cannot play a flute. I cannot be singing, dancing, and, and gyrating down to the floor and stand up there and be like, thank y'all. After, right. <laughs> after I'm done, I'd be like, um, ambulance, please, in the back. <laughs> right. Right. Come get me off the floor because I can't move. Yeah, she was but it's also kind of interesting because when you look at the society, it's like certain women we don't want to see be sexual, we don't want to see them celebrating their bodies, and then other women, you know, they can walk around naked all day and we love it. You know, we we you know we see certain Instagram models, we see certain reality stars and celebrities that are showing everything that they got, and people like that. It's not a problem. So. Um, But it's also, you know, those are the more, I guess, traditionally attractive, slimmer builds with, you know, no waist at all, big butt out to here, big boobs out to here, baseball type women, you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, my thing is like, you got to let people live in the bodies that they want to live in. Whether you want to be the super sexy Coke bottle, I don't even think a Coke bottle would equate <laughs> really to the way a lot of women look now. Uh, no, but if you want to be the, you know, put that on blast and, and put that on display and, you know, celebrate that woman, you should be able to celebrate that woman and also celebrate the woman who is thicker and comfortable in her skin or the woman who's skinnier and comfortable in her skin. As long as you know, you are healthy 
and you know, like I said, you're comfortable and happy and confident in the person mm-hmm. that you are in the body. Yes. That's the most important thing for all of us, right? Is finding that self-love, yes. finding a way to be comfortable in this body that we're walking around in. Yes. And sometimes for some people that comes with having to change their body. And I'm kind of like, it, it, I'm kind of on the fence about that, right? Because yeah. in a way, I do believe that um, you should be able to do what you want. Like we all have personal autonomy and you should be able to do whatever you want with your body. If there's something about it that you don't like and you want to change that, whether it be getting plastic surgery or something, I'm okay with that. Um, I think where I get a little bit weirded out is seeing the trends where everybody is going and chasing this one particular body type where, you know, everybody got to have the no waist, big butt, the big hips, the big boobs. And it's just like, that Kim yeah, Kardashian looks that everybody. Well, yeah, for a lot of them, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, but that Kim Kardashian look. It looks good on a lot of them. Like I, I was watching Botch. And on Botch, mm-hmm. they were talking about, you know, people are coming in and they want to look like these celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know what? The doctors can't. The celebrities open. don't even look like the celebrities. Okay, say and, that again. <laughs> they can't literally make you this person. They can get you something similar, but they can't make you someone you're not. Right. We got to remember that. Like, you're still going to be you. And then a thing that just comes to mind is that TLC song, Unpretty. I don't mm. know if you guys yep. spend some time, yeah. but you know, in a position you can to make back. me feel so <laughs> <Right>. pretty. <laughs> You can buy your hair for one girl. You can fix your nose. You know, mm-hmm. you can buy all this makeup and you can apply all this makeup that can be made. But if you don't look inside and love yourself, yeah, like yep. none of it matters. So like we have to remember in spite of everything that's going on around us that's talking about image and how we need to look or should look. If you don't love yourself, all of that doesn't matter because some of the prettiest people are no longer here because they did not love themselves. And we have to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then to the point of being trends, like, Mm -hmm. okay, so if it, if the trend only lasts for five, 10 years or whatever, what you going to do when the next trend comes along and you done, you done done something to yourself. That's you're going to have to do something else surgically to, to change it to the next trend. And how, how many times are you going to keep going back and forth and doing that? Like, it's one thing, like, you know, back in the nineties, thin eyebrows were a thing, but you know, most people's Girl, eyebrows. Oh my God. I seen those back. pictures of myself and I was like, oh my gosh, I look so surprised. Why was I doing that to myself? I look like I was constantly surprised. I didn't even need to smile. What the heck was I doing? I'm sorry. Right. That's, but, but that's but how you I feel. Grow your, you could grow your eyebrows back though, right? right. You don't have to do Thank it. God. You know, it. <laughs> No implants for you. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but some of them are going to extreme lengths to attain this um, unattainable, you know, thing of measure of beauty. I mean, if you see, um, like with the big butts now, you know, Kay Michelle herself is going through how many surgeries just trying to get back to being healthy because, you know, that for a while the past several years has been the standard is to have like just having a normal body is like not good enough yeah um and and I think that while those bodies are beautiful as well um we do have to we we have to put some stock into being comfortable as you are um 
And like I said, if you're not, if you're so uncomfortable or so unhappy that you want to change it, okay. But also, you know, doing that within limits and within reason and, you know, doing it in a way that is tailored to you and not trying to be somebody else, chasing somebody else's body. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing is when is enough enough, right? Yeah. Prime example. Yeah. Look at may he rest in peace. Michael Jackson's nose. <laughs> that transition from when look, he look was now, on you the, don't touch. I'm sorry, but it's the honor <laughs> to God, truth. From that Jackson five, Michael Jackson nose. I love me for that. Michael. You know, Michael's nose was gone. He couldn't breathe out of his nose, people. Like, come on. <laughs> we going out here and we keep changing our damn face and our butt and our boobs. And at what point is enough? Enough. How many people who have gotten breast implants and are now getting them taken out because you know yeah. what? Oh. I don't want to look like that anymore. I don't want this any, like, there's some things you can't undo. Or the crazy unhealthiness that. of getting a boob job and then you're septic. Yeah. You know? Telling the doctor, telling the doctor, like, once you take it out, go ahead and put another one back in there. Huh? (laughs) Because I can't be seen without these things because they have become my, you know, my person. They're part of me. They're my money makers. Because a lot of people also get these surgeries because they're being paid by different design um, brands to look a certain way and promote these clothes. So we have to take that into consideration, too. Some of these people are not just doing it because they want to but they're doing it for their careers. So yeah, especially in Hollywood, you hear women talk time and time again, their careers are so much shorter in lifespan than men because they're Mm -hmm. expected to maintain this standard of youth and beauty. That's just not naturally attainable. Our boobs sag, damn it. Don't they know that people be all real boobs sag, damn it. They sag. You have some children, they sag. Your ass, it's going to start to, it's going to move a little bit. It's going to start to be honest. It's not going to stay in place. Exactly. I'm sorry, y'all. I I just, I can't. I keep on telling Gabrielle and Shauna, I said, listen, I hate my butt. I can't sit back in a chair. If, if y'all could see this woman's behind. Mm. Uh-uh. Bertha. Mm. That's what I told her. <laughs> Bertha? She, Lord. She got the, she I, caught I, the kind people pay for. <laughs> no, but it's the worst. I'm trying to do my, my uh, sit-ups, my back. You lay down on the floor, right? You put your legs out. You go on this little mat and try to lift up. My back don't touch no damn floor. <laughs> my butt has still got me elevated. I can't even get all the way flat. I hate it. And it was God given, but I don't like it. But you know what? These, <laughs> what these people out here want. Come and take some of mine, damn it. Come and take some. Don't pay <laughs> Take this damn thing. I'm tired of it. And it ain't even that big. It's okay, but it ain't even that big. <sighs> mm, Sorry. By today's standards. Yeah. But it's just so weird when, you know, the black woman's booty ain't big. Remember when the black woman used to have a big booty? Now the black woman is going out here getting a bigger booty. What's that that song? Right. Uh I like big butts. And I can't oh, baby got back. Baby got back. Yeah, but they when they tell the measurements, what is it, 30? Oh, you talking about brick house? Oh, brick house? Yeah, yeah, brick house. That's one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Those measurements are no longer valid. Going and getting oh, out of the way. That is not enough. 36? Really? That's what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, buddy. Nowadays, that ain't good. That ain't what and, these women want. And look, and that was considered large back then. Right? <laughs> and oh so, my God. 
kind of hitting on a point that Shauna brought up earlier, like normalizing regular bodies. And I, I think one um, aspect that I've seen was Rihanna's uh, Fenty line when she does her fashion shows. Mm-hmm. She has a variety of women of cultures, looks, sizes, shapes, mm-hmm. and cel- and the outfits celebrate all of that. And I'm Absolutely. like, we need to see more of that. And, and you can I, even see, oh, go ahead, Leandra. I was gonna say, I actually, I love that she has different size women. So she mm-hmm. caters not only to the smaller, but she also caters to these larger women. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I appreciate that she doesn't say, you know, you're a little too big to wear this, that, and the other. And if she feels a certain way, she makes it a little bit different for that other, you know, the larger or the smaller. So it mm-hmm. fits your body shape. So I appreciate that. I really think she's doing something great. And I think other brands need to follow. Um, and and I will say there are other brands following Kim Kardashian's uh, skin. She's mm-hmm. doing it uh, where she's changing the color scheme. So things okay. actually look yeah, more right. So everyone yeah. can purchase these items. And it's not like <laughs> putting on a Band-Aid and the Band-Aid stick out right. like a sore damn thumb <laughs> when it's supposed right. to be blending in. But they're doing things to help so that these women can, you know, wear these same items and feel pretty. Because it is, it, because it is a good business deal, and it is more marketable when you can be inclusive. Because you open yourself up to more revenue when you make a product that's accessible to multiple different groups of people. As you saw that even with when Beyonce put out her first Adidas line, you know yep. the sizes only went up to a certain point, and then you know a lot of people was like, "Well, hey, girl, what about us? We want to give you our money too. We see some things that we like to wear." And, you know, she expanded that and those items sold out just as well. So, you yeah. know, there's a market to for for, you know, marketing to everybody and making sure there's something available for everybody. type. Because, I mean, if you walk around America, it's, it's clear to see we're not all a size four or a size two. We oh, run the gambit. Better days, better days. Whew, I'm sorry. <laughs> those better days. <laughs> Those better days. I look back at those pictures while I was 95 pounds and some people may be okay with that. And that is you more power to you. But for me, I, I just couldn't do it. I was like, you know what? And now I got too damn much. Mm, you have not been <laughs> but you was comfortable in your skin back then. I was, and I could fit in my jeans and I could, I was good to go. And now I'm just like, you know what? I always said I wanted a little bit more of this and a little bit more of that. And now I got it and I'm like, damn, Take it away. I don't want it. Like, you know, it's just like, think about it. You go out here and you get all these surgeries, right? You think you're going to look a certain way. You get your boobs done, get your butt done. You get your little, your, your, your tummy tuck or whatever it is you go out here and do. And if you come out not looking the way you hoped or wanted to look, then That's what? Because I ain't going to lie. When I, was, when I was younger, see, I'm one of these girls, like, you know, I feel like my boobs started growing when I was probably like 10 and then they just stopped. I think by the time I was 12, it was a wrap for me. It was like, all right, that's what you got. That's what you're going to get. I'm like, well, you know, boob jobs was, you know, that was the thing in the 90s, getting breast implants. Yeah. And I ain't going to sit here and say I ain't thought about it. I definitely thought about it back then, but I'm really too scared to go under the knife for anything. I've never had any type of surgery in my life. So, um, and that's the thing, you know, I've seen a lot of like plastic surgery type reality shows where you see people that are, you know, going in and they want this and it came out looking crazy. I think, what's that woman? I love New York. She got the 
Oh Ridiculous. Lord, what's her name? Tiffany something. Tiffany. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right she she was on botch too. Because her boobs were just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you got. I mean, obviously, you got to do your research. Yeah, and that's the thing. You go and get the right doctor to, to work it out for you, but how far is too far? Right. How far is too far? So when is enough enough? That's what we need to figure out. All right. That's 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 kind of loaded because um I'll tell you when enough is enough. When you get a, a makeover and you come out looking like what's Beyonce <laughs> mama's name? Oh, Tina. No. Oh yeah, she called Miss Tina. No, I'm not saying that she I'm saying like she knew when enough was enough. She looks oh, great. Like gotcha. she did what she needed to do. She didn't go too far. She didn't come out looking like crazy. She looked, she came out looking refreshed. Like, <laughs> like she oh, like came out, up with me. <laughs> yeah, she, and Kelly Rowland is another one. Beautiful boobs. Yeah, and the they aren't look, overwhelming. Yes, they, they look, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when you're going to get plastic surgery, if you're going to do it. Proportion. Proportion. Tailored to your body. Like make sure that it's complimenting you and not looking like making you look like a caricature of yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't get yes. your dolly heart and boobs on your five foot nothing behind. <laughs> I mean, come on, then you tipping forward. Like let's be honest, ladies. <laughs> and truth I'm be talking, told, there's some people about... that were gifted with that naturally, then they are tipping forward and yes, they are. their souls. <laughs> I know it's not I easy know some people. <laughs> carry that baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And truth be told, like what we were saying earlier, like wishing for what other people have until you get that, you don't know that it makes your back hurt. Right. You can't stand up straight. You're right. hunching over. And if that ain't cute, it's not going to look cute when you're done. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know what? Sometimes the bigger they are, the less you can wear. And, yeah. and I say that being like, you can't have some triple E's and have mm-hmm. on a tube top. My friend says that all the time. I wish I had no boobs like you. Because there's so many things that I just can't wear. I can't find the right bra to fit me right now. I'm like, yeah, you know, girl, I just be out here with no bra on because <laughs> free, free at last to freedom, just like Nicki Minaj said. People say they go home and they take their bra off and they're like, oh, that's the first thing that, you do when you get yes. home. Yes, that is a real thing. And COVID-19 has been freeing a lot of people. (laughs) Being at home all day. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But it's true. We we just have to figure out when our bodies, for one, when we've done enough to our bodies. When have we put our bodies through enough Mm -hmm. to make these changes? Because then you start to put yourself at risk. And we have to remember that there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your appearance. But make mm-hmm. sure you're doing it, A, for the right reason, right. and B, that you're doing it safely. We're going out of the country and getting yeah. low-priced oh. surgeries by these doctors that you think you know about, but you don't know anything about. Like, mm-hmm. come on, we have to do some research. And it, and it has, like, really traumatic and life-altering effects because you see some people who do have the horror stories. They've gone out and they went through these procedures, um, usually not, you know, approved by any board certified surgeon at times. And it ended up, you know, what what they wanted to be their dream body ended up becoming their nightmare. 
And it ended up costing them a lot more than they ever gained in terms of like self-confidence and self-love. So, you know, it's definitely like one of those things that if you're going to do it, okay, but do it safely and make sure your mind is in the right place. Mm -hmm. Because if you're constantly, if you're constantly getting work done to yourself and you're still not at a place of contentment and happiness and you're Mm -hmm. constantly just still picking yourself out, then you probably have like, a more significant issue than you realize. Like you probably have maybe, and I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but you might have some level of body dysmorphia if you're constantly picking yourself apart and not finding and not able to live comfortably in your skin in any stage or any state that it's in. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like you draining your bank account to look like something and you look like what you want it to look like, but it's still not enough for you. Right, right. You got to be able to kind of differentiate like what, what is it, what's the need and what's the want. Mm -hmm. And and I Mm -hmm. think in my opinion, some cosmetic surgery may be needed or necessary. And I think people need to realize that too, that there are some things that may be necessary for an individual and it is considered a cosmetic surgery. It's not always that they're going in just to get a boob job. There may be other things that, you know, are in place. when. It or the boob job it. isn't to get a bigger it set of boobs. It could, it could be a reduction. Be, yeah. yeah. To, to help reduce that back pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is for all of us to just not be super critical yeah. of each other. Um, the way of our, our parents is because, you know, we see all these images of what looks to be perfection. And and the truth of the matter is that a lot of those people had to go through a lot to get to that place of seemingly, you know, perfection and and still aren't perfect and and still have their own, uh, you know, there's a word I'm looking for. I can't find it right now, but, uh, but yeah, they still have their own insecurities and things of that nature. So it's that saying beauty is pain. Mm-hmm. that's really a, it is it really mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. this word that we beauty is what we all strive for to be beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's so much that that goes into that word so you know to be beautiful to feel accepted you know you know because when you really think about it you have to really um assess whether you're doing it for yourself Yes. Or it's doing it for the approval and the gaze of other people. You understand what I'm saying? When I put on makeup, uh, I love makeup. I I love, you know, using my face as a canvas. I don't, but I don't put it on like a full beat all the time. But when I do do it, and if I'm going out, I'm Lord knows it, it takes I want, forever. I love, I love when women <laughs> stop me on this. It, it takes me, it takes me some time. When it's kind of, it's time it. to go. It, it, we late already. Because you can't rush it. Right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> you can't rush it. You got, you know, everything got to be blended. Everything got to be set the right way. But when I do do those things, um, I do it, number one, because it looks great. I think it looks so cool. And then I also do it because I love the reactions that I get in the street. You know, yeah. when I'm walking down the street and the woman is like, oh, my God, I love your makeup. I love this. I love that. It feels okay. actually better coming from a woman than it does yeah, from a man. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> it's actually nice to have another woman compliment mm-hmm. you on something, whether it's what you're wearing, whether it's how you're carrying yourself. It's 
something about having it come from another female mm-hmm. that sometimes just makes you feel like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. Right. I really but, appreciate that. But isn't that something how it goes both ways? Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. a woman tears you down or if she uplifts you, it has such a huge impact. And right. so let's focus on trying to give the, the kudos and the, the, the you look good. Right. Yeah. Tell a sister she looked good when she looked good. Tell her, you know, tell her you like her outfit or you like her hair or whatever. But I, I think it's important to put a lot more energy into putting positive, you know, messages out into the world and, and toning some of that negativity down because, right. you know, it, it, it. I know a lot of people try to play like it doesn't bother them, but right. it, it does bother it has yeah. to. It's hard you know to, to, to have somebody that. being so critical of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I haven't seen that as much when I was younger, but I see it since like the social media age that we're oh. in. That's when it's become, you know, just so rampant to criticize people for their looks and things, and and it's just unnecessary. Yeah. You know, I, and, like I and said, and I, I think about those filters. Do you know how many filters there are that are either a supposed to help you look a certain way or like we aren't just taking pictures anymore we got to put these filters on to make our whole person look the same way they do when you see them in real life (laughs) right everybody's getting catfished (laughs) (laughs) these damn filters but you know at the end of the day what i hope that someone gains from this gains from this conversation is you know, it's okay to be the regular person that just walks on the street mm-hmm. with no makeup on, with, you know, no name brand, this, that, and the other. It's okay to just be you. If you're comfortable wearing the clothes you design for yourself, be confident and walk down the street with that. And, and also, it's okay to say, you know, I want to go get plastic surgery. I want to do things for myself. I want to, you know, change something about myself. Those things are okay. Just remember to be safe in doing so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. Be safe and like you said, know when enough is enough. Um, know when it's time to be at a, a good stopping point. But the biggest thing is also uh, is always just finding that self-love within. Yes. Finding love that confidence within yourself, finding, you know, a way to be comfortable in your in the skin that you do have, the, the body that you're born within, because it's the only one we got. I mean, we can change some things about it, but at the end of the day, you know. When you, when you birth kids, guess what? They still going to look like what you look like before you had all this work done. <laughs> so that's not thinking you change. You may be changing what people see right now, but these kids, when they come out, they still going to look like the regular old you. So you Y'all need remember- to love you. Y'all remember that story about that guy who sued his wife oh my because God. she had had all them surgeries oh and, and the kids them came out. Kids. They came out looking like the old her. And he was like, now wait a minute now. How are you so beautiful when my kids look like this? What happened? Right. That was screwed up though. That yeah. was screwed up because even if you are the most beautiful person in the world and your mate, and mind you, the husband was not no, he, in my personal opinion, he wasn't the perfect <laughs> thing on the block himself. So they might have got part of his unattractive genes, right? Um, versus just hers. <laughs> but it says somebody would do that. You want to yeah, so like, because you, you don't know woman. that just because you're attractive, that your kids are going to come out attractive. 
Right. You don't know how they're going to turn out because I've seen two attractive people make a, you know, create a human being that didn't look quite like they did. Yeah. They only must look like their grandfather or they, they, they second cousin three <laughs> times removed or something. <laughs> <I don't- laughs> oh, Lord, help us. Oh, no. no. I mean, and there, we also have to remember there are going to be, there's going to be someone in life that you think is very pretty. Right. But don't always compare yourself to that person because there is beauty within all of us. Absolutely. We all are beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think that's also key. Remembering you're beautiful. And don't, don't listen to like crazy Chris and saying your own way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We are all beautiful. Absolutely. Agreed. 100%. That's the word of the day. We or the statement of the day. We're all beautiful. So I hope you guys take that away from this conversation. And We want to thank you guys once again for tuning in and listening. And until the next time, just continue to take care of yourselves, guys. Later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Her Crown Podcast. And please subscribe, like, and share if you care. Until next time, let's remain supreme, queens.